0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 527 Underground Podcast, where we talk about comic books and comic book-related themes, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, anime, webtoons, and whatever crosses our minds. We're your host Teddy and Maria, and we also offer two different points of views, one as an avid collector, and the other as an excited fan.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm the excited fan, in case you do not know, but now you know.
0: <laughs> it's great to have you, uh... Maria, thanks for coming to the show. Well, you're always on the show every I'm week. Coming so to the show. I know, right? That was so odd to here. say. I'm part of this. Like,
1: you... I'm doing this. this That's is true. not like, oh, I'm here to visit. I am here.
0: <laughs> that is true. Without, so, actually, I... you are the, the brain behind this. So I really thank you for oh, giving us well, the opportunity you. to have this podcast. I think it's great. I try. I try. <laughs> Joining us today is
1: our resident expert, unofficial expert, knowledgeable, our... incredibly knowledgeable.
2: Yes. However, very unofficial.
0: (laughs) Joining us today is Chris, who happens to be our unofficial slash official expert in Star Wars. And yes, for those who are wondering, today will be a Star Wars dedicated podcast.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yay!
0: we had mentioned earlier in, <laughs> we had mentioned earlier in our introduction that we would talk about star wars from now from time to time and we seem to have come across some things that crossed our minds particularly this past weekend when we saw the uh, episode of the gallery uh from the mandalorian for season two
1: yeah finally we, we caught up and saw the season two only episode of the mm-hmm. gallery which explains the behind the scenes and what it took to create the mandalorian for the s- season two
0: yes and it was a lot of exciting and interesting facts and things that went around that entire season which was a great season mm-hmm. uh to watch and uh, so we decided to dedicate this episode solely to Star Wars and anything that crosses our minds about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So let's begin. Yes.
1: Okay, so I have made a list of questions and we're also going to be talking about the upcoming projects for Star Wars later on. Um, but I'm going to start with the basic question that probably a good majority of Star Wars fans um, have thought about. Did Ryan Johnson fuck up?
3: <laughs> I mean, wow,
1: fuck up. <laughs> so I will give the floor to Chris
3: because <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he
1: just can tell us whether Ryan Johnson fucked up or not. <laughs> just just for
0: some clarification for those who are not familiar, Ryan Johnson happened to be the director of the uh, Last Jedi Star Wars saga. So for those who don't know, they happen to be. Like what we call episode seven, eight, and nine of the Star Wars saga, that transpired, and so actually, he
1: only directed eight.
0: Right, he directed episode <laughs> Let's eight. Make that clear? And episode eight. eight, yes, he directed episode eight, which came out four years ago, two thousand seventeen. Okay, and there's been a lot of criticism about that movie, particularly with how it fits within the whole Star Wars uh, mythology, if you will.
1: Which tells me. Did Ryan Johnson fuck up? <laughs> which is a
0: pe- which is a question that's posed right now. So we'll go have a uh, a discussion around our table and see what our thoughts are about it. So we're going to re- go to our resident official slash unofficial expert <laughs> and get his opinion on the matter. So go ahead, Chris. All right. So
2: did Ryan Johnson fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I I've uh, uh, flip flopped on this. Uh, since the movie came out because at first I thought the movie was good
3: okay
2: you know I'm like oh like this movie was good and stuff like that I know that we had disagreements about uh, the disappointment that came from not answering any of the questions posed <laughs> because it, it was not answered it wasn't as much, much as they want to see was. that it was it wasn't and uh, my answers uh, you know has changed since then <laughs> as I've rewatched the movies and stuff like that Uh and at the time I thought, like, oh, you know, I, I like the approach that Ryan Johnson took because, uh, like, I'm pretty sure, like, they're gonna be, these questions are gonna be answered in a very satisfying way <laughs> in the ninth movie, <laughs> um... That's a whole nother question. <laughs> it, it, to find out that, no, they weren't. In fact, the ninth movie, the ninth movie probably, like, backpedaled a bit and mm. undid a lot of what Ryan Johnson seemed to have set up in the eighth movie, um... Now there's been like a lot of speculation like the reason why uh b- before I get into this I will say you and I have discovered that when we watched the movie without the Canto bright scenes it makes perfect it's sense it's a better movie <laughs> far better movie Yeah. like without the space casino right. failed heist type situation it's Absolutely. a far better movie Okay uh and uh we we watched the movie and fast forwarded through that scene and it happened <laughs> a far better movie like mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot more without it. Now there's been a lot of uh, 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 criticism saying like you know that's that was his way of setting up for his own trilogy, which right. is still on the table.
0: Yes, as confirmed as of last month, it is still it con- is still on the, on the, table. On the table that you no will have a trilogy. Right. Right. Some yeah. trilogy. Right. Movie show yeah. over. Which I,
1: I once I saw it. Once I saw 8, and I saw the Canto Bright scene, and the fact that I finished seeing the entire movie, and I was just like, what? Um, I definitely was
2: like, this is a setup.
1: It's a setup for them to start a different a, saga. A, a okay. different saga. Okay.
2: They didn't uh, give themselves enough breathing room in mm-hmm. that movie, though. Because I felt like, like, Canto, the Canto Bright thing, it took up a lot yes. of space in that movie to amount to yes. nothing. hmm At the end. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Uh, so that part of the broomstick and a hope that, <laughs> a broomstick and
0: hope yes that part of the movie for the most part didn't push the story forward
2: no at all no not really okay. especially when you like the whole reason was to uh, disable the hyperspace tracking mm-hmm. right like the whole reason why they went there they went to find the master code breaker right, right to right. disable the, the hyperspace tracking uh, on Snoke's like lead ship right And they didn't do that. Like, they were about to get executed had, you know, uh, Admiral Holdo not, you know, done what she did. Like a boss. Uh, Like like, (laughs) Like a a boss. boss. (laughs) Sure. You know? Um, But, yeah, like, it it didn't push the story forward. And I guess you can't really say that until... You see the Ryan Johnson trilogy because like you can an argument can be made like you don't know what was intended until you see like the finished product but I'm um, I i do not think like for that specific viewing experience it wasn't a it wasn't that enjoyable in hindsight.
0: Well, here's here's another thought: Is it that because Ryan Johnson as a director is not bad as a director? He's had other movies that are pretty good, like Knives Out and um, like Looper was the other one that he did, and those were pretty good movies. Now.
1: But we're not talking about those. No, I know. I know.
0: Dinosaurs. Hang on. I'm, I'm coming to a point. Is it that... This was... Not necessarily a bad movie, but this was a bad Star Wars movie mm. that he should not have done? Or rather, was this a movie that he should not have taken too much creative independence, let's say, and try to create his own thing? Because... What we know about the Star Wars movies is that they generally tend to focus on the Skywalker family, if you will, to a degree. Whether we're talking about Darth Vader on one side or Luke Skywalker on the other, you know? And, any, and all the characters in between. And it felt like with this The Last Jedi movie, he wanted to put his stamp on it and make it something totally different. He wanted to have something outside he of the wrote realm. He this one too, right? I believe so, okay. yes. He wanted to create something outside of the realm of Star Wars. Or rather, outside of the realm of Star Wars Skywalker saga, quote unquote, if mm-hmm. you will, um, for the most part. And this may not have been the movie to do that.
3: Mm.
0: Okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, Especially
1: when there's a lot of stuff that needs to be answered. Right. And from the previous movie. The thing is, when I say... Did Ryan Johnson fuck up? I'm talking about just Star Wars. I'm not talking about his previous projects. No, no, we're or talking about this projects. movie. Right. I'm not criticizing him as a director in whole. Right. I'm talking about just Star Wars.
0: Right. Well, and, right. The Star Wars, the Last Jedi.
1: Yeah. Just talking about that. And I'm not. I'm gonna put the blame or put a good, a good percentage of the blame on Ryan Johnson. Yes, but mm-hmm. I also have to put it on J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy, Kennedy, because they have to sign off on this. They Mm -hmm. have to look at the script, Mm -hmm. they have to see how it's going, and they have to sign off on this. So it's not like they were, you know, blindfolded and like, oh, here you go, we're not going to even bother checking in on you. When there is, like, multi-million dollar freaking movie, you know, being made, especially Star Wars, where everyone's waiting for answers. Mm -hmm. So when he did what he did, there were parts of the movie that was done in a beautiful way. The cinematography right. yeah. Yeah. of it was breathtaking. Yes. You know, there was a lot of stuff that was just like, holy crap. Did it have potential? Absolutely. But he kind of took away from the mythos of the Force. And mm. this is this has mm-hmm. been an yeah. ongoing mm-hmm. argument that I've had with yes. multiple people in this room, yeah. you know, where I'm just like, what the fuck? How mm-hmm. is this even right where you take a character that's supposed to be full of hope, meaning luke right okay and the previous movie left us off where they're mentioning his name oh yeah he disappeared he went far away he went this he went that and they left us left us on a cliffhanger literally for (laughs) two fucking years yeah left us on a cliffhanger and when she finally appears again Mm -hmm. you know when the movie appears again two years later and she hands him the fucking lightsaber Light he chucks it over his shoulder <laughs> what <laughs> I wanted to get up off this, my seat in the theater and leave and I'm like giving back my money because I already see this shit going mm. wrong mm. you know
2: you know uh, on that topic of the, the character of Luke and stuff like that um you know that was also a very divisive point where a lot of people were like oh you know like Luke Skywalker is a symbol of hope like he's someone who um who redeemed Anakin. He redeemed Darth Vader. He, you know, the Emperor told him, like, strike strike your father down, take his place at my side, and mm-hmm. Luke chose to rather die than to kill his father. Mm-hmm. And you have this person, like, thinking about killing his nephew. You mm-hmm. know, it's on, you know. Right, right. Absolutely, yeah. But, and that was my, that, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But, I believe Sam Witwer had made a, uh, there was a video of him talking about how the Luke that we see is very characteristic of the Luke that we have gotten you know when you look at and I know the confusion <laughs> so he makes the point you know oh, so wait, who's Sam Witwer Sam, Sam Witwer okay the, um, um, originally the uh, the face and the voice of Starkiller from The Force Unleashed and the person who went on to play the voice for Darth Maul in the Clone War series
0: also so the same actor from Smallville who ended up playing okay,
2: got Dark it. Side. Yeah, thank right. you. Sam Witwer. Took me a second. Yeah. <laughs> so he's the one uh, um, who also made the video like breaking down the Obi-Wan Kenobi and Maul fight. In yeah, Rivals. that yes. was amazing. I'm so, sorry. I was no.
1: shook when I saw that. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: So Sam Witwer, he was like, the Luke that we see in The Last Jedi, I would say it's very ca- you know characteristic, characteristic of the Luke that we've gotten. And when you look at the 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 Luke that we've gotten, you know, before he was Luke Skywalker Jedi Master, it was, like, uh, a series of, uh, like, him trying something and feeling frustrated about it and, like, giving up. Or wanting to give up, you know? Um, you know, you get the very early on the first appearance of Luke, you know, the whole, I was supposed to go to, you know, Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> you know, that whiny, like, right. I don't want to do this, I want right. to do this instead. Right. You know, that's the very right. first True. appearance. And then we go on to, um, uh, you know, the, the the training with Yoda while, you know, Leia and Hanan's there on best spin with Lando. Right. And, you know, Yoda's like, you know, use the force to pick up your X-Wing. got out the water. And he tries. And he's just like, oh, it's too big. Yeah. Like, it's too big. No one, There's no power on, you know, anywhere in this galaxy that can pick that thing up. And, okay. you know, Yoda suns him and picks it up. And he's just like, judge me by, <laughs> judge me by my size, do you? Like, <laughs> Uh, it shows him, like, you know... <laughs> y- y- uh, you say you can't do it, and that's why you fail. Mm. You know what I mean? And, there is no
1: try, only do.
2: Yeah, and mm. even the the that confrontation before Luke makes the decision not to kill Anakin, he still struck out at Vader. As soon as Vader mentioned, like, you know, you have a sister, maybe I'll turn her to the dark side. He was, like ready to kill him, but then it was that, like, I guess that growth from his training and from the cave, uh, that, um, uh, that he had, that, like, kind of made him stop and reflect on, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be this person, mm-hmm. right, and that's the same loop that we see in The Last Jedi, the Last Jedi. Jedi. when he's, has the lightsaber ignited, mm-hmm. is looking at, you know, Kylo, um, Ben Solo, thinking about it, but then decides not to do it. Because he he knows uh, more, you know he knows better,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that was uh, Sam Witwer's uh, the essence of Sam Whitworth's argument or you know uh, stance on that. And I was when I heard that I'm like,
3: knowledge, knowledge. Like, it kind of <laughs> makes sense. Right. You Do know? you
0: agree with that assessment of the character in the movie? How Sam Witwer describes the uh, the characterization rather of Luke in that scene.
2: I, I, I do agree with that. Uh, but I, I would also acknowledge that there was something missing from the character. Like, the, the you know, I guess you could say that um, he had this little redeeming arc at the end when he, like, you know, manifested his, himself on the Crate. But I, I do feel like there was an aspect missing from the character that, and, you know, that's what made, um, um, that's what made his characterization in that movie so divisive mm. you know, i'm not sure what it was but it you know, maybe it was that he was gone for like too long after um after the, you know the whole thing with kylo ren and the temple and stuff like that it got destroyed
0: ryan johnson had made a comment about changing luke's character to a degree for that movie and i forget what the quote was and i'm going to f it up and please forgive me but he mentioned something in regards to not trying to have Luke be a binary character mm. where he's a super type powerful being, and there's really no other place to have that character grow. So rather, if I'm getting the gist of what he was trying to say, he's trying to... He was, in a sense, trying to give some more depth to Luke uh, Skywalker and have him have some type of conflict within himself that's why ryan johnson did that whole scene with tossing the uh the lightsaber you know uh uh, behind him and so on and so forth but i have to agree with you i think there was something missing in that maybe they could have rewritten it another thing too for the most part is that this character luke skywalker luke skywalker is over 40 years old so we're talking about decades you know and generations of people that's used to seeing luke as You know that type of hero and to have a drastic change in a character like that is for some maybe shocking surprising Um, and you can tell a lot of fans uh, did not accept it at all they're used to seeing Luke be a certain way and have that um, gravitas or that uh, being of hope and so on and so forth about him and yeah, I think that also contributes to that divisiveness as what you had just uh, alluded to, uh, for the most part. But, uh, I mean, what other things can we say about the movie?
1: Um, well, moving on from that, because we have so many things to, to cover up, and it's still on the Ryan Johnson.
2: Sure.
1: Being that he did this movie, is he deserving of another three films?
2: Well, deserving or not, he's, he's got them still.
1: Well, there was uh, at one point there was rumor that they were gonna take it away because yeah. of Solo not doing well, hmm. and they were like, "No, we we scrapping this whole thing." And there was the, and then you know that that got caught up. The three films got caught up in it. But, you know, in your opinion, do you feel that he is deserving of another three films?
0: Well. I, I think I understand what you mean when you when you when you refer to the uh, whole solo movie and so on and so forth. It's like I'll give you an example. And
1: I know he had nothing to do with solo. Right, but, right, right. You know they were kind of right. like, okay, we're gonna have to rethink how we're doing the whole Star Wars franchise. Right. So when they did that, you know, because Solo did not do as well as they thought they were they were gonna do. There which
0: were I know there why. were other movies and other projects right. where they had similar thoughts, particularly with um so. I don't want to skip ahead too much, but Patty Jenkins' name has been mentioned.
1: Right, which let's not
0: okay. go there yet. But but, but it's as if um, they've chosen these directors or writers or people involved in their next project. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like right after they're done premiering or showing their latest project, then the rumor is that they have second thoughts about whether they, they should stick with the people that they... Chose to work on their upcoming projects. Um, so, deserving or not, I think what's going to happen is if Ryan Johnson, well, first of all, Ryan Johnson is involved in the next project. What they should do, or what he should do, is not have it concentrate so much on anything related to the Skywalker family. I think the Star Wars franchise is so vast right now that they can go ahead and verge into other characters. Um, you know within the whole Star Wars uh, mythos if you will and work about that because there's like so many things out there about Star Wars that we still don't know that they have an opportunity to explore now
1: so your answer is yes
0: so yeah I say give them a chance okay. at least with these new set of films as long as not connected with the Skywalker or even Ray, you know Han Solo if you will Star Wars movies so clean slate yes so yeah. Clean slate, or it could just be a derivative of something like branching off. But no, have but basically, to, yeah,
1: no Skywalker thing. Right. That's what I mean by yeah. clean slate. Right. Yeah, yes.
2: like uh, I'm interested to see uh, what he does with his own characters. Like if he could, you know, like he, you said, he wrote, um you know, the Last Jedi. I'm interested to see like what he could do, like what he's with, capable with of, mm-hmm. what he's capable of without. Uh, carrying over characters because mm-hmm. when you carry over characters, you have the expectation of like those characters. You have this expectation in your mind of what these characters are going to be like. You know, like everyone yeah. had an idea of what like you know an older Luke Skywalker was going to be. Right. And-
1: I think I think he definitely had a lot against him you know and to be fair like when you first see it you're definitely I came out of the movie theater like pissed like what the hell blah 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 Mm -hmm. because it definitely didn't reach my expectations and the the questions that I've been waiting for 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 the last two years you know were not answered you know let's be real they weren't answered but then when you see it again and see it again you actually have the opportunity to break things down further you start seeing okay well this is not all on Ryan Johnson. This is on the whole, mm-hmm. whoever is in charge of, of right. doing it. J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy, they had to sign off on this thing. And then mm-hmm. you start seeing the beauty of the cinematography mm-hmm. when it came down to. It. He had to write that out. He right. had to explain what it is that he wanted to do. Right. You know. So with that being said, removing the the, the Skywalker, mm-hmm. you know, storyline. Mm-hmm. Mm. and having him be able to create another branch of of star wars Mm. is he deserving of it i'm looking forward to seeing what he has to offer as long as he's not touching characters that are already set right yeah right you know right so even if he wants to involve them okay but don't touchy touchy too muchy you know like (laughs) you know like do your shit right
2: no? Right. like quick cameos.
1: Yeah, like do your shit, don't switch them up too much, but have it be a concentration around what he can create
3: mm.
1: um from scratch. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, so I guess uh, we all in agreement that he is deserving of uh, three films, I guess, right? Yeah. Right.
0: Or or trilogy. 50, 50 or
1: 75
0: uh. 25. You know? <laughs> Let's see after the first film. <laughs> no
2: comment. Should, yeah. You should do a, a single uh, test film to see how it goes. A single <laughs> test before, film. They, before they green light his trilogy. Okay. um
0: know. Maybe it could be a Disney Plus. Uh,
3: uh, on on a <laughs> whole nother damn. I don't, I don't know,
2: which
1: is not a bad thing. I'm right, just right, saying because right, it, right. it gives us more stuff to to look forward to. Right. Um, but on a whole nother thing. Uh, what would you consider to be the best Star Wars film?
2: Oh, The Last Jedi, hands down. Not stop.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
1: who wants to take the floor on that first?
0: For me, and I've always said this, for me, I think my favorite Star Wars film has to be Empire Strikes Back. Hmm. Um, there's something about it. And watching it as a kid in 1980-whatever, <laughs> you know, you get a... Uh, I I get a different perspective As you know Watching it now As I did You know Back as a kid And I think for me It just It just comes to the simplicity Of that The good guys lost (laughs) To a degree And You don't Ever see that In films a lot And it's not the fact That they lost Is what I'm laughing to But like How do they deal with that loss For the most part And What to come of it And How do you rebuild And so on and so forth is what is why Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back is like my favorite. And now you know it's become such a term now with uh, sequels and movies. Like when, uh, whenever they set forth a trilogy, they always refer to their second movie as their Empire Strikes Back with quotations, uh, to sort of like either connect the trilogy or to sort of like have that second movie, that sequel, be a break, a sudden break from the story or some type of like sudden shift or change, if you will. Um, within the trilogy, and so for me, uh, *Empire Strikes Back* is my favorite Star Wars movie, and not for anything. It's it. I'm not saying that it's a, f- is a far far better movie than all the other Star Wars. In my opinion, it really comes close for me with um, that one and the first Star well, Episode Four, I would say, *A New Hope*. Um, which was uh, just as good in my opinion. Um so yeah for me it was in strikes
2: back okay chris all right um something that uh we didn't mention um is uh timing in the sense that uh i'm in my 20s mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I, I i was gonna bring that up but go ahead i, I was gonna bring that up I, i'm in my early 20s so yeah. I, I didn't i didn't see um the movies as they came out uh like you did hmm. um you know, like my TVs had color. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, Star Wars was not color too back homie. in 1977. My TVs had color. <laughs> yeah. Like, you make me see, like, we grew up in the
1: 50s and shit. Like, nah, don't get it twisted. Yes, right, well, it was color. Yeah, let me stop.
2: Um, Bougie. <laughs> no, but I, I think, uh... you know, I, I've grappled between a new hope.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, or, you know, as as of its release, Star Wars, just you know, mm-hmm. the first one. But I think I'm leaning more towards uh, *Revenge of the Sith*, mm. the the third mm, one, the one, and the um, the prequel trilogy. Mm. Oh, the epic okay. fight scene. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And other than uh, uh, you know, other than the fact that it's like, those prequels are like very memeable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that every every line in those movies have been made into some type of joke. Mm-hmm. Uh I generally like the um the process of like rewatching that movie cuz okay. I remember when I first saw it I'm like okay like you know Anakin's just ignorant like he's just right. you know the Jedi were right Anakin was wrong <laughs> he was being manipulated but and I remember uh you, uh you and I had a conversation Teddy like mm-hmm. a while ago um that I had rewatched the uh Revenge of the Sith um after like a while mm. and i told him like anakin was right like the jedi were corrupt you know right. i mean like yeah. everything that he said to obi-wan that uh the jedi were planning to do is what they were planning to do yeah. although it was not their own like they were coerced into right. trying you know taking the action that they proposed and i'm talking specifically about the scene when um Mace Windu and Yoda and, like, all the Jedi yeah. Masters are in the, you know, the temple. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about, like, oh, I sense a, a plot to destroy the Jedi. And, you know, it comes up, like, if the Chancellor doesn't release his emergency powers, the Jedi is gonna have to, you know, kick mm-hmm. him out, mm-hmm. take control of the Senate to transition, you know, have a smooth transition of power. And uh, when I heard that, I'm like, oh, wow. they So they were t- planning on, like, taking over the Senate and stuff like that. But not for the their own means, it was just to like protect democracy.
0: True, but like you said, the end result was exactly what Anakin had uh, pretty much predicted or stated uh, for yeah. the most part. So yeah, and that aspect, you're absolutely correct. Um, what was your favorite Star Wars movie, Maria? Would you have to say?
1: Um, interesting. Uh, I would have to say for me, The Force Awakens. Nice. Um, And Rogue One, but I have to choose between, you know, Mm. one or the other. Mm. Um, The Force Awakens, I think it was more about nostalgia. Mm. So, you know, we got to see how these characters aged Mm -hmm. and then the new generation coming in. Mm -hmm. You know, we got to see uh, some of the abilities that Jedi's, or soon-to-be Jedi's, were going to have. And it was, you know, it's, I think it's more falls on nostalgia than anything, you know, okay. and, and the excitement behind it, and the fact that they decided to bring in some of these old characters. It, it right. really, it right. it did something for me. Um, so if I have to, it's between uh, The Force Awakens and Rogue One. Rogue One... Rogue One was
0: an excellent movie. It, Beyond it, hot to The fact Beyond.
1: that it kind of covered that loophole. Like, yeah. Yeah. it was just like, well, how is it that they found this one itty-bitty hole yeah. to shoot something and it destroys the whole thing? And, and they answered it, and it was just like you really saw how bad the situation was getting mm-hmm. you know and the fact because I didn't know that they actually use uh carbon crystals kyber, kyber- crystals kyber crystals oh my god wow. I'm gonna get shot um <laughs> uh kyber crystals um kyber- to power the death star yeah.
3: right
1: I didn't get that maybe it was mentioned before and again I'm an excited fan I'm mm-hmm. not an expert mm-hmm. you know but I didn't understand it until I saw that they went to Jedha, Right. which I was like, holy shit, mm. what is this? You know, again, excited fan, you know, and they were mining the very thing that Jedis use to fight with right. and use it against the people. Mm-hmm that is a big fuck you right. if it's a, if it's you mean middle finger me. yes you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's ridiculous how they were mining this thing you know and um yeah and just the way that they had to get this information at great peril mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: to give them a new hope right. and then let's not you know let's not forget that epic scene in the hallway where <laughs> oh, oh yeah was <laughs> just like you know, coming yeah, through.
2: Just butchering
1: people. Just, like, you, you actually saw how badass
2: Darth Vader, Darth Vader really was.
1: was in the movies. Yes. Because, not for nothing, in 456, you know, he was kind of stiff. And one,
0: two, three.
1: Yeah. Very robotic. right. right you know? Right and you know because it was the first movies of course I'm not right. shit I'm not. Hating, and they were limited
0: hating. with the technology and yeah they had to
1: and top, then in exactly. this one Homeboy's like throwing up somebody yeah. against the freaking ceiling and keeping yeah. them there as yeah. he's dodging freaking <laughs> lasers and all this stuff and you're like oh yeah. shit yeah. like epicness so yeah that's my answer yeah. <laughs> um okay so what uh what's your least favorite film Real quick.
2: Least favorite?
1: Yeah. If you even have one, you don't. If you don't have one, that's fine. I
0: do. I may have a tie.
2: I have one.
1: Okay, shoot it off, Chris. Um, the
0: last Skywalker.
1: The last Skywalker. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes.
0: Teddy. Han Solo. Uh- <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I had. A, I had. A, I had. A, I'm gonna tell you. I had a debate.
3: Wait, you're gonna interval. tell me Han
0: It was between Han Solo and the Last Jedi
2: for me, and I'm like, you're gonna tell me that the that Han Solo to you was worse than the freaking Poe Dameron? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> Emperor Palpatine is back. Like when I heard that, like, I, I rolled my eyes in the theater. I'm just like, oh my god. Like it, it, it no, sounded we're not like,
1: talking about the character. We're talking about no, the movie. No, you know, I'm, you said I'm talking movie. about the
2: movie. Well, you're talking about a character. No, yeah, I'm, was, talk, uh, I'm not talking no... about a character. I'm talking about. That plot in like the whole thing about um, Emperor Palpatine coming back and stuff like that, Ray being his gra- uh, uh, his Wait, but grandson. But you're talking
1: about um, Rise of
2: Skywalker. I am talking. That's about what the he Rise said. He said that was, that was just no. He, he said Last Jedi. No, uh, no, 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 no. You know, I confused the titles. I said the Last Skywalker. Okay. I meant Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Rise Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah.
1: So that is that's
2: his. That, that's my. Okay. I... Right. Just because I'm like. She went from being nobody to the grandson of like granddaughter. the most grand granddaughter of the most, you know, powerful right. Sith Lord Absolutely. or whatever. Right. And then that implies that Palpatine, you know Yeah. Yeah, did what he did. Did what he did. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, it, it's just it, I don't know. That was a weak plot point after the last Jedi. Well, well there's that, a
0: lot. I have a lot of criticism about that movie, Rise of uh, uh, Skywalker. Yeah, Rise of
3: Skywalker. Well, have, that's
1: because they they had a spatula and putty, and they were really trying to close up all right. the gaps. <laughs> not just that exactly seven and, nine, seven and eight created. You know, so that's really that's what happened right, right. with Rise of Skywalker and not
0: just that the pacing of that movie was like oh, it yeah. was terrible there were definitely moments so, where I rolled my eyes but yeah. I was like oh okay yeah.
1: I predict yeah okay I yeah. got it yeah. but, but
0: the only reason why I put that maybe just a slight unit above is because at the end of it it did close a story concentrating fully on Ray. it closed that loop for me okay. and I was okay with that it's like getting you know fine you bought the whole ice cream but you're okay with just having three scoops and for the most part <laughs> and that satisfies your appetite that's what it was for me it wasn't for me it
3: wasn't it, solo it nah, wasn't to, to yeah it that. wasn't
0: and the thing and the thing about solo and the last Jedi particularly with Solo, was that I wasn't engaged I was not engaged that's in there the was movie no at, no all. Purpose. at all there was a decent there plot was no I mean there was, I was, was not engaged
1: there was nothing in that movie that pushed
2: the story sorry, forward. And it was just there Donald Glover as Lando, though. Okay,
1: even more. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm sorry, Papa, but it's just not covering it. I have to agree with him. Solo was just... There was no rhyme or reason for it. It was just trying to fill in the holes of uh, how many years can we go without a Star Wars movie right now because they were trying to you know, feed the beast, which is the fans, to Mm. keep them, uh, you know, hooked. And the fact that this whole movie went on and we get a glimpse of... um, Help me out here. Red and black face. Darth Maul. Darth Darth Maul. Maul. At the very end of the movie, where she really was working for Darth Maul. Really? Really? You made me (laughs) sit through like an hour and change or two hours just to see... That to I mean, find out that it wasn't this guy that thing. kept
0: changing his face, but Darth Maul. Here's another thing. Throughout the whole movie, all I wanted to see was the Kessel run. Now, how bad is that? Well, you just want to see the Kessel, the Kessel run, excuse me, done in twelve parsecs. Which, as we know, parsecs is a measure of distance, not necessarily time. So I'm not gonna go into that plot hole. Yeah. Right. Uh but <laughs> really that for me was the high of the movie. Nothing about like I, I like cheese I just no I, I should, you know I, what they should have kept that part of mystery you I, know yeah. for the most part well, uh, I,
2: I like how they kind of did it how they explained that okay because the explanation before was that um, Han Solo knew that parsecs was a measurement of distance and not time but he would use that boast to be like do they know do what they a parsec know? is because right, if right. they don't then they're stupid and I can get more money from them
3: true true
0: but the, what I'm trying to say is that that should not have been the highlight of the movie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> really? Oh, come
0: on. Okay. I, I, otherwise, I otherwise I was not engaged at all. <laughs> Okay, so... <laughs> and nothing against the actors. I mean, it's a great... Hey, hey, come on. Nothing against the actors that uh, in the film. They're great actors. Woody Harrelson, you know, Donald Glover. I, I, I mean... We're not know.
1: hating on the actors. Yeah, yeah. That. We're just saying that the movie just wasn't, you know... Yeah. For... It, it, just, it was just our least favorite. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Other people yeah. will swear by it. That, yeah, no, it's that's true. Just not... That's true. It's... I agree with you Teddy mm-hmm. Solo sure could be gone yeah. Um, yeah. what is the project that made the biggest impression on you Okay.
3: I got
0: mm. it. I got. who wants to take the floor yeah. on this I'll take it and I have to thank Chris for this but the one that made the greatest impression for me which had me re-watching the Star Wars mythos what had to have been the Clone Wars that whole epic the animated series. series the animated series yes apologies not the movie the nothing against the movie. But the uh, Star Wars. The Clone Wars. Uh, anim- animated series. All seven, eight seasons if you will. Amazing. Amazing. This series. Gave an in-depth look. Of everything. From the humanity of the mythos. To the. Supernatural. Uh, great. I can't even describe it just so it's indescribable at times but wow, what a ride that is and fine, being that it's a series and yes, it took eight seasons or whatever but it did give them enough time to delve into the characters and the stories a lot more and this series takes place between two movies Mm -hmm. like, holy cow Mm -hmm. like, Dave Dave Filoni you know, two thumbs up and a clap on the back and what he did with that with that part of the franchise is amazing. It it's what allowed him to continue on and help do the uh, Mandalorian. And I have to say this. I have to say this going back earlier to what you had mentioned Chris about Rise of the uh, Skywalker being your least favorite. I could definitely understand why. And I think the problem with episodes 7 8 9 and this is to anyone that may have directed it is that people were trying to do to that Skywalker storyline from episode 1 to episode 9 what Dave Filoni and John Favreau did with the Mandalorian and what I'm trying to say is that Dave Filoni and John Favreau did a great job of actually intertwining and making sure that the stories that they were telling made sense and it perfectly fit the Star Wars saga not for anything, from episodes 1, 2, 3, and then 4, 5, 6, and then 7, 8, 9. Those trilogies, they had a hard task, but those trilogies had to try to fit the whole Skywalker saga, if you will. And what happened was that it wasn't coherent at times. Lots of times you're going to have lots of subplots, uh, missing subplots, and a lot of holes uh, throughout that series. And... You know, then what happens is that the writing of the stories get rushed, the pacing of some of the movies are not even are not even at all. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that was just so difficult for a lot of these directors or writers to do. And if they were trying to emulate what Jan Favreau and Dave Filoni did with with just the Mandalorian series alone, it would have been a difficult task. I think for the most part, it needed those uh, movies probably could have used a lot more work and maybe not have been rushed, particularly with um, episode 789 for the most part. But no, no, that's what I think of the matter. But to answer the question again, I think for me, and <laughs> I can digress so I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but I think for me, but it just shows how much I appreciate the Clone Wars yes, saga absolutely. anime series. And it was just so well written and so well drawn. Like, wow. Yeah. Chris? Yeah, uh,
2: I'm going to have to uh, second that. Uh, that that show was what got me into Star Wars. And I'd like to make the distinction this is sta- uh Star Wars the Clone Wars animated TV show from 2008 not the earlier one from like 2003. Right. 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 Yeah. Those
0: 5 minute ones you're talking about from 2003. Yeah. Yes, you're
2: right. Um You're right. That being said, I I was 10 years old when uh the Clone Wars was uh you know around that time. I grew up watching that show like religiously, like every Friday. Come back from <laughs> school, you know, nine o'clock in the af- uh, nine o'clock at night, you know, new episode. I that was my show. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and you know, i've I've gotten like I've heard that the show really got good around season three. Like season one through three was kind of like, eh. and then when uh, the animation changed, it got a little bit better. Character arcs got more developed around season four you know five six uh but i i liked um i liked all of it i, I like i you know i liked all the show uh you know and to go on uh with what teddy said like uh it it expands so much about the mythos and uh you know the story between those two films, mm-hmm. and the one thing, one aspect that I really liked that I focused on was the clones. Mm. You know, yes, yes, and you know, at, at first when I you know first watched it, I know I got the concept that they were clones and stuff like that, but D. Bradley Baker does such a great job yeah. at distinguishing between. The character, it doesn't sound like you're getting the same character like, over again, right, even though right. that's exactly what you're getting. Right. Mm-hmm. They're all clones of the same person, mm-hmm. but they each have different personalities. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, and the voice acting is, like, amazing. Because it's like, oh, like, you know, Captain Rex. You right, know, he's yes. deaf. Like, what, what do you think of Captain Rex? You're like, oh, like, you know, 501st, whatever. And then, <laughs> and then there's Commander Cody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, yeah, that show, uh, yeah. That's the show that started it all for me.
0: What about you,
1: Maria? I think for me the thing that gave me the biggest impression was definitely Star Wars Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. We all in agreement. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I I I was always a casual fan and I and I mm-hmm. expressed casual in a big way when it came to Star Wars. I didn't get it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I respected it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: When the movies were when the when the prequels came out, right. I watched it, stood in line, right. hoped for the best, was like really excited, mm-hmm. But I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I was like cool great movie all right that's it and uh i remember and i want to say this really quick because i know we have a lot of stuff to rest left to cover but i remember being at comic-con and uh i was walking around and chris had seen a poster of a particular character from Star Wars Clone Wars and I was just he was just like oh wow this is awesome and stuff like that right and uh I was like okay cool and he started to tell me what that character did and broke it down in such a way and I'm like do you really think I should watch you know Star Wars Clone Wars and he's like yeah I think mm-hmm. you should and the, and he will always tell me these little stories that will fascinate me and I, was, I said I, we came to a, a deal which he <laughs> still hasn't completed yet but ah. I said listen I will watch Star Wars Clone Wars fully right. with respect and an open mind if you watch Star Trek
2: <laughs> which right? I have completed watching the
1: show okay now you gotta watch the movies ah. That's a whole other and thing. I
2: went even further you said Star Trek The Next Generation I watched that and I watched the original okay much That's respect what's
1: up. so thank you so much sir. <laughs> <laughs> um but I watched it, and just by the first fucking episode, first of all, the, the expressions that they put in the beginning. Yeah, those proverbs The proverbs that you put in the beginning of, of each, episode. Of each episode, I yeah. episode. I started writing it down like an idiot. I was yeah. like, oh, this I mean, You this don't have to. They have, it, they have it written they down, have it down already online. Them, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, no, I must write this down. Before the movie, before the show even started, I'm like, i must write this down. I must write this down. Because it was just like, yes, oh, I the, get it.
0: Well, the proverbs to live by.
1: It was... The the show made a huge impression me. I understood what the Force was about. I understood the chaos. I understood why there was a fight. I understood it in much more depth that I actually respected the whole franchise, the whole genre of Star Wars. So, yeah. Definitely yeah. Star Wars Clone Wars for me.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, just... Uh, that story arc that I initially told her about was the Mortis story arc that talked about... Uh, anakin obi-wan and ahsoka going to the planet mortis or at this point it was more like a diamond in space and their encounter with the son the father and the daughter yeah and who the daughter who wound up being morai who is like or part of the daughter i guess being mori which is ahsoka's current like owl mm-hmm. animal. yes yeah uh that yeah. was what I initially. that was a story that I initially told her at that Comic Con many years
1: ago. Yeah, and, and I was just like, Wow, that's that's fascinating. I wanna know more and I started watching yeah. it and I'm glad I did. Yes. Um, yes. okay, so moving on. So recently we saw on the Mandalorian that they gave us a live action version of Ahsoka.
3: Yay.
1: Um we finally saw Freaking it. Freaking awesome. We we're excited. What did you guys think?
0: It's her role. I think Rosario Dawson owns that character now. And if they do decide to make a series, and she agrees to play with it, I, I, I wish him all the best. I wish, I wish her all the best. But I, I think she was able to own the character in the few minutes or that one episode that we saw her in. And I'm kind of excited if they do have an Ahsoka. I think they do, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, I think they are going to have an Ahsoka uh, series, mm-hmm. and I like her. She played. I thought she played the character very well. Um, th- I think we may have discussed little uh, things about the uh, the makeup or the. Uh, yeah
2: the 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 headdress. The
0: headdress uh, being longer to represent her age. Yeah, I believe. Uh, For the most part, but other than that, I think it was great. I I I thought she was great. I thought her. I thought that episode was really good. Okay. You know. So So, yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I want to see more uh, Ahsoka live action Ahsoka.
2: Nice. Same. I I like that. Uh, they still have like, she never outright says it, but I like how uh they still have her being like this standoffish like, not-Jedi-Jedi. You know, because the last time um, someone called her a Jedi was Vader. Vader was just like, oh, you know, Mm. revenge is not the Jedi way. Or at least that's the last time we saw Mm -hmm. someone call her a Jedi. Um, In regards to, like, someone outright, you know, calling her a Jedi and her being like, I'm no Jedi. Mm -hmm. And, you know, proceeds to, you know, give Vader the work. Um so I, I like that she still has like that kind of st- like you know I'm not a Jedi I can't train Grogu um, right. you know kind of SOL go find someone else <laughs> yeah.
0: but here's what's interesting that I did not know which is I thought her character had existed somewhere along the lines like years ago and to find out that Dave Filoni created her created that character solely for the Clone Wars yeah. I was taken back by that I I did not know I thought she had existed somewhere along the line, you know, as like a side character somewhere, maybe where they where she just appears uh, for the most part. And to see her, you know, being portrayed live action was really good. I mean, this is like i I'm not sure, but this may be one of the few characters that we first see in animation come to live action mm-hmm. right in a Star Wars uh... well, we also found out that Katie Sackhoff,
1: she did the voice. For... The
0: same character that she played.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um, oh my god. Bo-ka-tan. Bo-ka-tan. Bo-Katan. Yeah. So she did the voice for the animated right. series, Bo-ka-tan. and then Bo-ka-tan. she ended up being able to play her in real life, which is that's also awesome. She
0: well, did. that's yeah, another she did a really good job. She with did that. a great job, but yeah, that would be another example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so, was really good. But yeah, I have no problem with. Uh...
1: I agree. I I when I saw, her finally. In uh, live action, yeah. I, I had to pause it and just yeah. be like, <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, you know, yes, just yes.
1: enjoying it. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy that Rosario Dawson is playing is, t- is taking a part. I'm sure she's excited too. She's someone who will definitely take the character serious, um, as we saw in the behind the scenes. You know, she took it very serious. She wants to make sure she makes she does it true. I will. The only thing I would have to say is I wish that her headdress would be. Longer because it's too short. That that headdress at the at the where she had it represents uh, how she was younger right. in her teen years. She's not a teenager, right? Right. You She's, know. So yeah. it was supposed to be longer. I don't know if they did that because of the movements that she had to I get used to. I so. I, I so. Yeah. So it's because of the fight scenes. But eventually, if they are going to do a live action Ahsoka, um, they should definitely reconsider that and figure out how they're going to play that in because that's going to be something that the fans are going to want to see. Mm. You know. Um, but yeah, besides that, I'm so super, I'm super excited. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's a list of Star Wars projects that was um, recently announced in the investors' uh, meeting for Disney, and uh, also not just in the investors' meeting, but just in general. So some other times they were announced um, with the latest projects, but they have a long list. Mm -hmm. Some that have been announced in terms of what date it may be dropping, some that's to be announced. Um, But we're gonna start going down that list. So, first one is uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch, which is an animated series that was introduced during the four-episode arc of The Clone Wars, which is the, I guess, the missing episodes of Season 8, I believe. So, I the moment I saw that they introduced the Bad Batch in the four episode arc I was like that's a test run yeah, four, for its own series for, yes, yes, automatically yes. when you give somebody the majority of that episode mm-hmm, just like they did with Ahsoka where yeah. they gave her the, it was just around her mm-hmm. I'm like they're testing out to see what the fans think yeah. and that's how I figured that the Bad Batch was going to have their own thing and they're supposed to drop May 4th on Disney Plus mm. um, any thoughts?
2: I, I agree with you in terms of, like, you know, giving it the test run. I don't think it was warranted, though, in the sense that I've been hearing about the Bad Batch before it ever came. Before the, uh, what's it called? The season six or, you know, the the, the next season was announced. Season seven was announced. Mm-hmm. um And I remember uh, one of my friends sent me, like, this very low... Quality animation of those specific characters in the Bad Batch. Really? And okay. that was like kind of, um, what's it called? It was like a, a, a test run of, um, I guess those characters. Like, it, it was like very low quality. I'm talking about, like, people were like <laughs> T posing <laughs> it, like, oh, oh wow. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, when I saw that, i like, oh, yeah, I like this idea. Like, you know, um, any
0: idea who was involved in it? Any writers mentioned or anything like that? As no, far as we know.
1: Do you happen to know anything? Uh, currently, not. No, no. Okay. I when I when I looked into it, they really didn't mention who was okay. Had you okay. know who was in charge? But of this literacy, is gonna be like uh, an animated show. An animated okay. series, okay. Okay. Um, okay. and it's supposed to drop May fourth on Disney Plus.
0: May the fourth. <laughs> May the fourth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, fourth. very mm-hmm. true, very okay. true.
1: Um, the next one is the book of Boba Fett which that's supposed wow. to drop December 2021 on Disney Plus. Um basically he this character Boba Fett which I don't even know how to explain it, but yeah. <laughs> um was brought back during the second season of The Mandalorian. Yes. It's getting a spin-off and it was announced in the post-credit scene uh with Boba Fett and Phoenix Shand. Finnix, yeah. Um at Jabba the Hutt's palace in Tatooine. So yeah. <laughs> I was
2: like...
0: He's the new gang lord.
2: <laughs> no, like, no. get the fuck out my seat. This yeah. shit's mine. You know yeah. what's funny, though? <laughs> two... <laughs> two things is funny is that... In this... What's it called? The, the, the years following the end of the war is like... You know... The fact that Bib Fortuna became the gang lord. Yes, yeah. all that time, right? All that time. like this overweight big Fortuna, yeah. the guy in that job would have yeah. smack around. Yeah, but He's yeah. like the new... I'm like, really? You know what I mean? And, um Oh well, my God. He, he didn't know that
0: he was holding that temporarily. <laughs> <laughs> he, he kept it warm for both. That's all he did, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: so funny. And you know what was
0: great is that they actually brought the same actor to play Bid Fortuna in the. Uh, I don't doubt in it. The, in um, in the movie, also in this series. Yes, yes, yes. In the series, so the yeah. same actor. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Um.
1: Next after that, we have uh the Mandalorian season three. Um. Yeah. Is happening. Is it happening? Mandalorian season three is oh, happening. Oh I'm excited um, now. Um they have not posted when it's supposed to be announced. It's okay. to be you know to be announced and it's obviously on Disney Plus. Right. So yeah, that's something really? it has to happen, man. You, <laughs> you, know, that it kid, happen. you know the child. Uh... Grogu. Eh? <laughs> Grogu wants to go back to daddy. Like like he wants to go back to Daddy. Is that what you it. think it's gonna take? I think it may I mean he has to study of course, but no. You don't think he's going to study? You think he's gonna just going to go back? Or I do will you...
2: preface this by saying that I have I have disagreed with you in the past. <laughs> <laughs> as recently as with the Ahsoka spinoff. Uh-huh. I've learned better to disagree with you outright. <laughs> oh, that's off. right. <laughs> because
1: I've been saying from t- every single time something comes I was like, uh, no, they're going to do an Ahsoka, Ahsoka thing. I called it the Ahsoka so the Chronicles. Chronicles. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. It'd be yeah. funny if they end up calling it that. Um, so I, I I'm
2: not gonna outright disagree with you. I'll say it's a possibility. Okay, <sighs> that works. <laughs> but someone had made the uh, I don't remember uh, where I saw it, but someone had made the point that like the Mandalorian, like the thing with Grogu, was done only because the show's called like the Mandalorian, supposed to focus around like the the that's the, very true. You know the Mandalorian culture, and now there's a new uh, conflict arising.
1: Yes, with the... Dark, Dark Saber. Dark Saber. That's okay. true. Okay. It's
2: Star Wars Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's you true. You know what I mean? That's true. Um, you know, that, that, that conflict needs to be resolved. Mm. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's going to be resolved as... You know, it could either be like, you know, it's not a... It, it could either be, you're right, you know, Baby Yoda comes back and that whole Dark Saber thing is like resolved in the first episode... No, or I we think, see, I like, think, the beginnings of a new Mandalorian, like, no, Civil War. No,
1: I think you're right. I think it's definitely going to be heavy on the Darksaber. Um, if he needs assistance, Grogu will feel it and he'll just come over. <laughs> you know, like, there'll they'll probably be a couple episodes with Grogu where he goes to see him or something like that. Yeah,
3: like visitation but,
2: rights.
1: Huh? Like visitation rights. Visitation rights, yeah. Rights, yeah. <laughs> um, child support and shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think... The Darksaber is a very big, big thing. And they made sure they put it heavy.
0: Yes they did. On that. You yes, know. They did. At the
1: very last episode.
0: Yes they did. Um, would,
1: this
2: dude.
1: Yeah. Uh the next one would be and this is in no specific order. Um, but these are the ones that have been announced so far. Uh Ahsoka. Uh no date in terms of when it's supposed to be released is to be decided, or the, to be announced, <laughs> excuse me. Um, Ahsoka was introduced during the Clone Wars, the animated, Mm
3: -hmm. uh,
1: and was brought back finally in live action during the second season of The Mandalorian.
3: Right.
1: Yes. Yeah. I've been saying it time and time (laughs) again. This is why, uh, to reference back a little earlier, he knew better than to go against (laughs) what certain things that I say.
2: I figured that... Uh, they had done it for shock value at first. I didn't think that they were gonna give her a whole like. Live I know it. Action.
1: That I knew, I knew they were gonna do it. I knew <laughs> they were gonna do it. either that or they were gonna keep her in the third season. Yeah. You know, make her reappear again in the third right. season. Right. So she was gonna be some type of you, you. You're not gonna make a live action Ahsoka and not really have like right. the possibilities out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And everyone's been waiting for that anyway. That's a character that when she's you know when everyone thought she died. People lost their, you know, their yeah, crap. Right, right. Um,
2: so much so they had to make a book afterwards to be like, "No, she's still alive." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, now, will we hear the organs play?
0: Oh, jeez. Mm. Oh, jeez. the reason why I, I say that, ladies to. and gentlemen,
1: is because when this character was introduced in Star Wars Rebels, yes, um, you always hear an organ play <laughs> just before he enters the room, and I'm talking about General Thrawn. Oh, the blue-skinned, red-eyed mother-effer yeah. that knew how to mental fuck a, a, a community, oh a planet, yeah. a... a You know, well, he I basically could... was like, I'm going to study you first. Yeah. I'm I... going to learn your culture, mm-hmm. and I'm going to fuck you up. Mm-hmm.
2: So mm-hmm. will we hear mm-hmm. the organs play
1: during Ahsoka?
2: I would like to say... <laughs> Thrawn is one of my like favorite villains yes. in yes. Star Wars. Yeah, he is one Because too. even in the comic books, this dude is cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is cold. You know, and he only, uh, I'm a little out of date in the comic book world since the pandemic, but um, my favorite uh, story arc with Thrawn is a five-issue story arc about how he became Grand Admiral. Jeez. Jeez. Um. And he's, he does this, it's the same thing, just imagine him doing it to Imperials. Like, uh, the very first comic book, um, it talks about, uh, how the Empire had this, like, prejudice against non-human species being in their ranks. Mm. So, one of the first things an officer tries to do is to trick him by, like, having him and his, like, uh, like, lieutenant play cards or some type of game in like a science lab when really there's a protocol to use the lab or whatever and the 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 guy who's working with thrawn tells him like this is a trap like you know if a higher officer comes in and sees us there we're gonna be toast uh unless you're a specific um ranking like if you have a specific ranking then it doesn't matter and thrawn had that specific ranking Mm. uh but he kept it hidden because that was also told, like, a, this is also a trap. Like, either people are going to think that you're here from ISB, um, to spy, like, the, uh, you know, uh, like, from the higher empire to spy on, like, people to make sure that everyone's, like, you know, do what they're supposed to mm-hmm. do. Or they're going to think that you're an officer who couldn't make it in the field and got sent back to the academy. Mm. In which case, you know, whatever. And, um... He was like, all right, so I'm going to go play cards with them. He's like, why would you do that if you know it's a trap? And then Thron gave out this whole ideology. He's like, you know, a trap, you know, if you properly use it, if you properly manipulate it, could be turned against its owner. You know, and what wound up happening, he's playing cards and stuff like that. A higher officer comes in, obviously, and, you know, these people think that Thron's about to get in trouble or court-martialed or whatever, and then Thron like, takes out the badge, badge puts yeah. it on his thing, and he turns uh, to the officer who walked into the room, who he outranks and he's like I'm using this as a course of study like I'm using this to uh, conduct an experiment and stuff like that and basically uses that interaction he's playing cards with two other people he uses that interaction to separate one of them and like and gets them sent to like a very remote like special TIE fighter training camp on the other side of the galaxy (laughs) and uh yeah like this dude's cold yeah this dude's like blue skin cold
1: Will we possibly see Ezra show up in Ahsoka?
2: I think so. Think I, it's think okay. it's a, I think it's a possibility.
1: The last we actually saw of General Thrawn and Ezra... What's the, he had a last name.
2: Bridger. Bridger. Ezra Bridger.
1: Um. The last we saw of Ezra, Bridger, and General Thrawn was Ezra just shooting both of them <laughs> mm-hmm. just taking just going into light speed right you know and just being like "By bitches yeah and that's it cause he was just like I'm taking you with me I'm having these whales yes. take me out the and yeah. the mm-hmm. what the purple the, the purple. purple and they're gonna take me and him away from this situation because at this point he needs to be removed he needs to be out you know so Jeez. The question is, where's Ezra? Because if Thrawn is still around, because he was kind of brought you up during, yeah, during right. uh, The Mandalorian, oh. Ezra needs to be alive as well. So, oh, True, 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 true. Very true. Uh, another one that's coming up is the Rangers of the New Republic, which is also to be announced. That will be on Disney+. Plus. This takes place during the timeline of The Mandalorian. Uh, Cara Dune... Which was played by Gina Carraro. Yeah. um, Is being enlisted by the New Republic. So I don't know what's going to happen with that project. Um, We'll see what happens, but that is a a project that, you know, was to be announced. So let's see how they're going to formulate it, who will be in it, who will be acting in it. I don't know much about it because there's really not much information out there, but I look forward to having a female lead somewhere. Mm. Um, the next one after that would be Andor, which would take which would be released in twenty twenty two on Disney And it's a Rogue One prequel centered around Cassie and Andor. Uh Diego Luna. Diego Luna. Yeah. And it is to be built to be a thriller set during the formative years of the rebellion. Um they already said that K2SO right. is going to be uh, in there, and also Mon Martha? Mar- Mon Martha. Mon
0: Martha, yeah. The, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So those characters are going to be appearing.
0: K2SO, that's that's, that's my joy. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. K2SO. <laughs> okay, yeah. there enough, man.
1: Um, So that's another one. The fact that it's going to be a thriller, it's so basically going to be kind of like a spy... Type yeah, of thing because yeah. he was the one getting all the information, right? And stuff right, like that. and this is
0: supposed to be the early workings of the rebellion, how it comes to form, and uh, so on. And that should be exciting, actually. So, mm-hmm. I am looking forward to that. And Diego Luna, I think, agreed to play to play the role, yeah, again. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's around good. him,
1: so it's perfect. I think it's great. I think we're, we're, we're gonna be, I mean, he did make such an impression, yes, he did, in Rogue one, one, yes, he did. That it was yes, just like people wanted to see more, and I'm glad that they're giving that yeah. opportunity to him, yeah. and, and we get to see why he's Mm. such... why he is the way he is, why Mm. that character is so, like, Mm. I'll do what it takes to get this, you know, Mm. to get the shit done. Mm. So, I think that's that's gonna be cool. Um, now.
0: Yes, we must bow our heads.
3: (laughs) Let
1: me just say that there are moments where I kinda call it. Right, Chris? Okay. Um, Obi-Wan to be announced of course on Disney Plus takes place 10 years after the events of the revenge of the Sith right um from what we know Chris's favorite actor Hayden Christensen will also return (laughs) as Vader (laughs) for the quote unquote rematch of the century um rematch of the century that's what was I'm just reading what was quoted um I've been saying it, man. There's going to be an Obi-Wan, either movie or show. Mm -hmm. I've been saying it time again, just like I said about Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, no, 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 there's no way. There's no way. You know, how are they going to write it? The guy's been stuck in Tatooine dealing with two sons and getting a (laughs) really, really dark tan. Like, how are we going to do this? They'll find a way. They'll figure it out. The character is not gone. There's so much there for. So, yeah. Chris, I'm so looking forward to Obi-Wan.
2: Right. I'd like to uh, amend that a little bit. <laughs> go okay. ahead. And say that uh, one, you never said either movie or TV show. You always said movie. Listen, I'm <laughs> getting <laughs> thank There's you still get. no movie. <laughs> okay? Oh, but um, this,
1: I said this before Disney Plus was even a thought. Give me that much. Because okay. not Disney Plus... Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. But go ahead.
2: Um... Yeah, so that that's my first amendment to the record. <laughs> the second one, uh, Mr. Christensen is Christensen, not my favorite oh, actor. Not that 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 needed to be clarified. Yeah, that needed to be clarified. <laughs> I see. But, um, is, I don't like this, sand. this has been this has been a point of con. Uh, what it is It
3: gets everywhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like sand. It's rough. Course, it gets everywhere. <laughs> Okay. Not just the men, but the women and the children
3: too. <laughs>
2: now this is been kind of a point of uh, uh, a little bit of debate between all three of us, uh, because Teddy, you'll say that is it that he's a bad actor, or is it bad writing? And I said, that's a good point, but it doesn't help. Uh, bad. Uh, it doesn't help bad writing if you're a bad actor. Is okay. It just, doubles out. Right. Okay. Um, it, like, I, I really just, like, uh, I don't like his, his screen presence. It's so awkward. The the, the, the rape eyes he gives to Padme <laughs> for the first two movies. Oh, jeez. Well, she's like, so... oh, you've grown, uh, you've grown Anakin or whatever. And she's like, you've grown too. More beautiful, I mean. <laughs> like, oh, my God, the cringe.
1: But that's not, it's the way it was written. It's, you know... He was written that way. He was directed that way. He, mm. I don't think he had a lot of experience in acting, did he?
2: Okay, so here, here's the thing, right? You have um, Hayden Christensen. Um,
3: <laughs> you have Hayden
2: Christensen, right, right, playing Anakin. And you're saying it's the writing. Um, oh God, he's going to throw something in my face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is.
3: It's, it's coming. He's getting ready. It's the wind-up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wind-up. All right, you're going. like, oh,
2: you know, that's... Um, that's, oh,
3: that's
2: I already feel it. <laughs> that's the writing and stuff like that, and, I, I'll, and the direction. I will, uh, I'll go ahead and give you that. To the sense, um,
3: that's I'll, too funny.
2: I'll I'll give you that uh, because it, a lot of people have complained, like oh, you know, like oh, you know, George Lucas is directing, you know, and the. Uh, I've said that. Yeah, you said that. <laughs> yeah, and all, other people too. Yeah, other I have
0: people. mentioned that in regards to um, that. For episodes 1, 2, 3, when George Lucas directed those three movies, as opposed to directing episode 4 in 1971-ever, there was something missing. I believe that George Lucas did lose his his touch somewhere um, with regards to directing episodes 1, 2, 3. But go on.
2: Yeah, so... um, The voice actor for Anakin... Um, in the Clone Wars, does like that the Clone Wars Anakin was so much more in depth. Oh, so of course, right? Okay, and that's just his 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 uh, voice. Like you're a voice actor, you know. I guess you can say that that's their job. But, but it to was me, better
0: writing too. Huh? It's
1: better yeah.
2: writing too. But
0: there was better writing. In the but Clone there was Wars. better writing. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just...
2: No, there was, there okay. was. But I'm saying that like. Your argument doesn't it, hold water, sir. So. It does. No, hang on. Yeah, because oh, yeah. no. writing isn't gonna be the the thing that determines your screen presence. Like, he just physically, he looked awkward in the prequels. Okay, mm-hmm. so you know what I mean. Like, okay, I, I, he he had good moments. Like the fight between, like actually, like that's the one thing I'll say. Like that fight was very well choreographed. Like he a lot of. Uh, people who worked on the movie said like oh hayden christensen practiced like hours to get the uh, choreography for the fight Mm -hmm. down and stuff like that um the dialogue between obi-wan and anakin and stuff like that and revenge of the sith like yeah like you know i'm fine with that okay um but that's not to say that i hate sand is an actual like i hate sand it's coarse rough and it gets everywhere as he's like flicking something on the the balcony or whatever and you know like I don't know. So
0: I think what you're trying to say is that in regards to acting out the role, he was not able to portray the characterization of Anakin Skywalker solely on the writing. Like in other words, it takes a little bit more than the writing just to portray the character, and you felt that
1: his own.
0: Well, that too. And let me ask you this question. I'm sure that we could all think of possible other actors that could have played Anakin Skywalker.
2: Yeah, also, um, just just to kind of, like, w- without thinking, can you just name three movies for me that Hayden Christensen has been in other than Star Wars? It's like three random ones. Okay. I'm really, <laughs> really digging in on this poor guy I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But if, if he's a good actor if it's just the writing I'm my argument t- okay. doesn't hold water
1: <laughs> <laughs> I never said he was a good actor I'm just what, saying what he was your favorite actor
2: what are those movies? What
1: I wouldn't be able to tell you it's not like I follow him like that three movies
0: <laughs>
2: you know, just, just three of them.
0: You know, like I think of the movies. I can't, I can't think of the titles. That's my yeah, problem. Name
2: one. I would have be... one movie. <laughs> okay, one movie. Other. There's several of them. I'm There's, sure there he's is. He's done a.
0: He's done a few. He's done a few, but they escape my name. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the titles of the movies that he's done escapes I, me at I the totally moment. I
2: totally
1: respect and understand where you're coming from with him being <laughs> not your cup of
0: tea. For Anakin. So, in other words, Hayden Christensen should have been the stunt double to play Anakin Skywalker during those fight scenes. <laughs> That's what it sounds like you say. Anyway, you're saying.
1: <laughs> anyway um, let's see how he's going to be as uh, Darth Vader. Cringing. Uh, wait,
0: a uh, Darth Vader 10 years after, after. right? Episodes. Uh,
1: 10 years after Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. Of the so, Sith. that means that. They sense each other still, you yes. know. They they're still somewhat.
2: That's true. Yeah. No, the way they that do. you phrase that, they yeah. sense each other still, right? Uh, what's it called? And I'm, I'm, that had me thinking about the line, like, "Oh, like the last time, I haven't felt this since the last time I was in the presence mm-hmm. of my master." Mm-hmm. I just assumed that that was the fight on Mustafar, but Most of, right. that probably is not what it was.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And. We possibly can
1: even see Ahsoka being in this as well because, um, you know, she probably went to see him, uh, to get some kind of guidance and stuff like that. So, you never know. Um, okay, next one after that is the acolyte. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. Yeah, acolyte. The acolyte. Mm -hmm. Um, teased as a mystery thriller that will take us into the galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark sides power in the final days of the high republic era Hmm. and that is a hundred years before the star wars prequel in the golden era of the jedi so it's reported that the series will feature a female protagonist nice so this is going to be interesting because we get to see how it was before the jedi or Oh, well, at least
0: how it was it before,
1: it the, was before the, 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 uh... The Empire. Right. The Great or the Great... Oh, the Greatness of the Jedi. Am I correct here, Chris? In terms of the timing? He hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You said it was, like, uh... The Acolyte. The High Republic era. No, if it's in the High Republic era, they're still Jedi. They're still okay.
1: Jedi. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't know. That's why I'm yeah, no. asking.
2: Um, yeah, no. In the High Republic, that's what the whole, like, new, um campaign is, like, the comic books and stuff like that is taking place during the High Republic, you still see, like, what's it called, before the the Skywalker saga, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, before that point in the timeline, there's reference to the thousand years of peace Mm -hmm. that the Jedi helped to protect and, you know, whatever, that the Republic experienced, so... If it's any time within those thousand that thousand year period, it's it's most uh, most likely that there's Jedi in that uh, time period. Okay. okay.
1: After that, we got Rogue Squadron, which is supposed to drop December twenty second, twenty twenty three. Um, this is for the big screen, directed by Patty Jenkins. All right. Um, for those who don't know who Patty Jenkins is, she also directed Wonder Woman. Uh, they're introducing a new generation of starfighter pilots as they earn their wings
0: you know she i read somewhere that she was excited to do this project because she always wanted a film in a fighter type movie mm. and whatnot. not and i don't know there seems to something suggest about her past i'm not sure if she was an air force pilot or anything like that i could be totally wrong but she seems to have like some type of affinity to um, you know these are air or pilot movies and so on and so forth. So it'll be interesting to see her take on it. hmm The one after
3: that
1: would be an untitled Takai YTT movie. Waititi.
0: Um <clears throat> that's they, gonna be kooky and great at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm really excited.
1: They have so much faith in this man. They announced mm-hmm. the movie with no title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, no Just screenplay. Kidding. Um just has even been him. written.
2: Just just yeah. All that we know for sure is he's directing a movie. You know what? Right. Just give and it to him.
1: Alongside with uh Christy Wilson, uh Carnes, uh they'll be writing the screenplay together.
0: Mm. Um Nice. Yeah, just when it comes to him, just uh just give him you know, give him a blank sheet of paper. And <clears> let <throat> him do what he has to do. Mhm. I mean we're excited for the Thor movie that he did, and he's going to direct the other Thor movie coming soon. He's directed an episode of The Mandalorian, first season, which was great. He even played that droid IG Eleven, which yeah. was, which he was awesome in. So yeah, just give him a blank sheet of paper, let him do what he has to do.
1: <laughs> After that, um, Lando. Lando! To be announced. There isn't much information on this project, but we're not even sure who's supposed to be playing Lando mm. or if they're going to be using both actors mm-hmm. um, that previously played Lando, the young right. and the older version. So right, we don't right. know if it's going to be like a flashback of Lando probably telling stories of what he's done in the past. Yeah, That yeah. could be a possibility, like the good old days type yeah. of thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that could be a possibility, but mm-hmm. there really isn't much information about this show, when it's supposed to be dropped. All I mm-hmm. know is that they did announce it, and it's supposed to be for Disney Plus. Okay. Um. After that is Star Wars Visions. Um. Also to be announced. It's really a. It's ten short films. Uh. CG animation celebrating the galaxy through, the lens of the world's best anime, mm-hmm. creators.
2: Mm-hmm. That is cool. That's interesting. That is That's really. That's gonna be yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Um, that you talking about like
2: anime like anime a, like attack on Titan Naruto and stuff I like. believe yeah. so. I
1: yeah. mean that's all I was able to find on it right now um, but these are to- uh, 10 short films mm-hmm. so I guess it's like more fillers than anything mm-hmm. um, Another one that's also is supposed to be another animated uh, thing is a droid story okay. also to be announced. It's a hybrid animation with visual effects and the adventure is based around R2-D2 and C-3PO. Nice. So, another animation. Um, now, of course, we touched upon this earlier, an untitled Ryan Johnson trilogy also to be announced. There isn't anything mentioned on what it's supposed to be.
0: Right.
1: Um, when it's supposed to be dropped, it's just that it's there.
0: Right.
1: And one that I was kind of taking... uh. By surprise, by seeing this name involved in the Star Wars thing, by surprise, and yeah, basically, uh, an untitled Kevin Feige movie. Mm. Um, Kevin Feige
0: is the Teddy. He's the man. That's all you gotta say. No, <laughs> <laughs> come on. No, but he's um, he's the one that puts all the, movie, the Marvel movies together for the, for the most part. He's their executive producers for all the Marvel movies, and it's interesting to see him. Uh, skip and jump over to the Star Wars universe for that matter. So I think he's working a project with Kathleen Kennedy, right? Or, and yeah, I could be I wrong. I don't
1: know if he's directing it, but or, or producing it, right. but I know that
0: but he's it's,
1: uh, it's alongside Kathleen Kennedy.
0: Unless they want to try to give Star Wars a Marvel-type makeup, you know, be that in the comic book realm at least, Star Wars is within the marvel publishing now so all the star wars comic books that we read are published by marvel comics Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i don't know if you know kevin probably just wants to put his spin into it give it like a marvel feel Mm -hmm. star wars for the uh, most part but we'll see how that goes we'll see how that goes and if we hear anything we'll make sure to mention it during the podcast
1: now a lot of these actual projects are will be crossovers right so if it's along the same timeline Right. It'll be crossovers. Right. They, they did announce that this mm-hmm. was going to happen, which is cool because that is cool. it makes the world even greater and yes. full of you mm-hmm. know great things to be, you know, to mm-hmm. be expected. So this is really cool.
3: Mm-hmm. Um
1: that's all the projects that I was able to find so far. Yeah. <laughs> it's Good a lot job. of projects. Good job. Good job. Um so yeah, so any final thoughts before we close this up?
0: Well, I have to say that over the years, <clears throat> my love for Star Wars has grown immensely. Um, throughout all different media, whether it's through the video games, and we didn't even d- touch on that, but some of the- these video games, oh my gosh, how they expand the story and the mythos is incredible. It's so amazing. It's like, yeah, I am. I'm in. I'm in. I'm involved in this world now, um, and watching it from the beginning 40 years ago or so to where it's grown to to how it's grown to now it's pretty it's pretty fast in the sense that if you compare i'll give you an example so if you compare marvel comics if you will quote unquote, marvel comics have been around since 1939 like till now and it's had that much time marvel comics that is to create all these characters and so on and so forth star wars you know within a small amount of time had created Just as many characters maybe, um, if not possibly a little bit more, and to have the stories go the way it has gone and to show the, uh, you know, to give these characters such depth and such growth over the years, in really such a small amount of time, throughout generations is just something fascinating to see, and Mm -hmm. I I can't wait for these new projects to come along.
2: I was going to say, I, uh, I'm excited to see uh, what new characters um, they come up with. Or, I'll put new in quotation marks, you know, uh, I, was, I remember um, at a conversation, a similar conversation to the ones that we've had where you said, what if this happens? And I say, no. And then <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I had a conversation like that with my friend Jamie about Thrawn. Mm-hmm. And... Um, The the Thrawn uh, for those of you who don't know the character Thrawn who appeared in Rebels first appeared in the Expanded Universe Mm. when Disney purchased Star Wars all the comic book stories at that time was essentially like retconned like Mm. they they started a new canon a new narrative within the Star Wars universe Um, so it's exciting to see like the characters that they're gonna pull out of you know the Expanded Universe Mm. uh, and bring into canon Especially as they explore this whole era before the Skywalker saga, the mm-hmm. thousand years and stuff like that, like the High Republic, mm-hmm. and is that I'm excited for?
1: Okay, um, yeah, I can't wait to see all of these projects that are coming up. Um, specifically, I'm just open to anything. You know, I don't want to be specific to any particular uh, show or anything like that. Maybe Ahsoka, um, <laughs> Obi-Wan. but uh, Obi Wan yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely, I can't wait for that. But I, I am definitely excited to see all the new stuff that's coming in, all the new shows, all the new movies that are supposed to be done. Um, I can't, I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. So um, I think that's all we got, right?
0: It was pretty good. This was a, this was a pretty good podcast. Uh, I want to thank Chris for coming and sharing his expertise Yay. in the subject. Uh, I've learned a lot personally, and there's always still more to learn. Yeah. Um, this was a really fun uh, podcast. And so. hopefully
1: we can do something more when it comes to Star Wars again and have Chris back with us. Uh, even if we're talking about Marvel or any other thing, you know, Chris is also knowledgeable in a couple of other stuff as well. Yeah, of so course. you know, we definitely would like to have Chris come back.
3: Um, Uh,
0: and we would like you guys to come back as well so if you guys have any comments or concerns please feel free to hit us up on our 527 Underground podcast or 527 Underground you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and uh, thank you so much for listening
2: to our show
1: thank you so much guys say goodbye Chris
2: thank you
3: so much for listening (laughs)
1: goodbye (laughs) have a good night and take care